Hello, and welcome to the Jack Gately Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Gately. This is a podcast all about interesting people and trends in the real estate business. So our first guest ever on the Jack Gately Podcast is a brand new real estate agent. You'd be like, why am I interviewing somebody that's a new agent? Shouldn't I have somebody on here that's doing all sorts of interesting things in technology or an agent that sold 500 homes or something like that? Well, I think for our audience um, of people that are graduating from real estate school and also older folks that been in the business, not necessarily older, but folks that have been in the business for a while can really learn from this relatively new agent who got his license about three months ago. And I think what Steve brings to the table is an understanding that one of the key factors in marketing yourself today is not bringing the necessarily um, market update of your, but really telling your story and your struggle to become a real estate agent and become successful. So that's one of the bigger trends in storytelling on the internet. I think Steve does a great job from that. He also understands clearly that in order to be successful as a real estate agent, there's number one thing that you can't do, and that's quit. And there's a lot of different outcomes here, but he's de- de- dedicated not to becoming one of the statistics and clearly understands that if he quits, that by definition, he won't be successful. So he's committed to sticking with it. He does actually have, which I think is smart, a current day job to kind of, you know, bring in some bacon during this kind of ramp up period, which is really, really smart. I think a lot of agents get into it and they don't have that cushion to kind of transition through. So without any further delay, our first ever guest on the Jack Eatley podcast, Steve Bercero. Thanks for coming, Steve. Welcome to the Jack Gately Podcast, and our guest is joining us now. Uh, welcome to the show, Steve. How are you today? I'm great, Jack. How are you? Fantastic. And we're talking with Steve Bracero, a uh, newer real estate agent from central Massachusetts, uh, born and raised in the Worcester County area. And thank you very much for being our first ever guest on the Jack Gately Podcast. I'm grateful to have you here today. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Um, so I told everybody in the intro a little bit that you're a newer agent this calendar year, and you've been kind of working really hard on the social media aspect of things, and you also have a real commitment not to become a statistic, as you said yourself. So um, take us back just a quick step and tell us why did you choose real estate as a professional option for yourself? Sure. So about last March, I ended up wanting to buy my first investment property. I ended up working with a realtor who was a family friend. And unfortunately, after about three months and seeing six or seven properties, um, we, we didn't end up working well. So I had to find a new agent. And it was a very difficult time finding an agent who invests in real estate. I ended up finding my agent through a website called Bigger Pockets. Um, fantastic job. It took me about six 
six months to get my next property under contract, and that is the property I'm currently house hacking or living in. Um, so what I want to do as an agent is help other investors um, invest in real estate and also work with first-time home buyers who are new to the process since I've, new, I've done it myself just recently. And we should probably mention you're with Heisler and Matson out of Westboro, that agency. Yes, Heisler and Matson. So your focus is mostly on investment properties. Yes, correct. It is investment properties and also first-time home buyers. What did you do before you were in real estate? So right now, I am also work full-time. And I did graduate two years ago um, from Worcester State. So I am a teacher, which is a completely different field than real estate. But I just think real estate is very exciting because every day could be different. There is unlimited potential, and you are essentially in your own business, and you're in direct control of how much work and how many people you want to talk to on a daily basis. And that's, what, that's what's really exciting for me. Uh, and in moving forward, obviously, you just got your license, what was it, in June, I think? Yes, in June, that's correct. What what have been kind of some of the maybe surprises that you had in the process that you maybe thought, you know, this was going to go really smooth and then it didn't? So, you know, from, say, like when you first decided to get your license to now, what what what? tell us some of the kind of the bumpy parts in the road. Sure. So something that just happened to me this past Monday, I was working with the buyer. Um, we connected in August and I I set up a search through her. We, we spoke a handful of times, probably seven or eight times to go see property. Um, we never actually saw a property. And I figured out last Monday that she ended up working with another agent and she already has a house. Um, so that's definitely frustrating. And I would want to let everyone know if you're a brand new agent, make sure you're very consistent with your follow-up um, with your leads because it just happened to me. And it's a great learning experience just having someone work with you and then you kind of just it, – it's just kind of crazy when they work with someone else. When you establish a relationship with them and you thought you were going to work with them, but it, it's really quick when it can go away. So that's a really good lesson on what you know a lot of people refer to as your sphere of influence. You always have to be constantly in front of people either on a one-on-one -on -one situation or by creating great content. You know, uh, that brings up a couple of different points. Do you have any software that you use as a CRM or anything like that that you kind of allow yourself to discipline on a regular, maybe even daily basis to reach out to the base that you have? Even if your base is only like 50 people or maybe it's 500 people or 50,000 right. people, what are you doing? What are you, I mean, you have this full-time job. What do you, what do you, how do you figure out a way to really reach out to people on a systematic basis? So the way I'm doing it is I'm huge with time blocking, um, which is essentially working with a purpose. So setting in two hours a day, if you're going to be doing lead gen or prospecting, um, knowing exactly what you want to accomplish. So if it is talking to 25 people in two hours, uh, if you want to look at a door knocking or cold calling, or if you want to be creating content um, is, is what I'm doing right now is social media. So creating content that would go on sites such as YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, to be on multiple different platforms. So you create content and it stays long term, and that's the reason why I like social media as a platform. Because it builds upon itself. Yes, you're gonna be you're gonna be able to create a library of your content. Now, something that you said to me the other day when we chatted briefly was that 
you were really interested in documenting your journey. Um, now, on your YouTube channel, it's more about explainer videos. So do you think you might be moving a little bit towards the kind of document? Yes, I do. I think it's extremely important to kind of show the process. Um, I know it could be very intimidating as a new agent to start putting yourself out there and start creating content. But I do think if you don't believe in yourself and trust your own self, you're, you're not going to succeed. So you got to be willing to put your content out there and learn from it. I think it's very important to first create five, 10 videos, and then you'll learn so much by doing instead of worrying about one video and spending three, four hours editing it. Because in the beginning, when you start making videos and you start a new channel, there's a lot of things you don't know about YouTube, which is okay, but you're going to learn from actually doing instead of worrying about being perfect. So I think you cut out there for a second, but what I think you said is kind of like just dive in and get something up so you can kind of get your feet wet. Uh, the perfection is kind of the enemy of accomplishment when you're first starting out. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what are your strategies for the for let's just say when I look at your career thing and let's be real upfront, I mean, um you've had a couple of deals slip away here and you want to see if you can get something on the board by the end of the calendar year. What's your Q four strategy for yourself? So for quarter four right now we got about three months left. Um I'm very big, like I said, with the time blocking. So my biggest thing now is I need to create more create more leads. So Hopefully it's still nice out. I can still do some door knocking. Um, that's kind of when you go to a neighborhood and you introduce yourself. You can probably hit maybe 20, 30 doors in an hour, um, but your goal is to get your name out there for a certain neighborhood. So I know I need to do a better job with lead gen. Um, my goal is to close two deals by the end of the year. Um, so my, not actually close, but to have two transactions under contract or listings. In, um, so we have about nine in the pipeline. I gotta tell you, can I just stop you right there, Steve? Right there. That's something that a lot of people just aren't willing to do. They're not willing to park their car in a neighborhood, even if a neighborhood that's very familiar to them, and knock on doors and say, "Hi, I'm a real estate agent." What gives you the chutzpah to think that you can do that? Because it's a lot of people that won't do it. Right, and I think there's two points of view. If you think you can't do it, you're essentially right because you're you're psyching yourself out. But if you do do it, you need to realize every door you knock on is you're getting closer to your yes or your opportunity. So it I think once you get to say the first door is going to be the hardest, and, but you're going to build comfort because it's new. So if you want to expand and grow, the key is getting uncomfortable because eventually you'll be comfortable and you, and you will gain so much confidence if you just do one door. You could even say 10 doors in your area or practice. I mean, a huge thing is not scripting, but understanding what you're going to say when you walk in the door. And not everyone's going to answer, so that's something you want to take into consideration as well. But there is a really great app out there for door knocking. Um, it's called Spotio, and you can actually track how many doors you get to, and you can put their contact information as well. If they're interested, not interested, and it'll keep all your, basically all your contacts in this one app, and it's free to download as well. Well, that's a great app. Give it to us again. Spotio. Spotio. Okay, I got to tell you, yeah. I have knocked doors, um, not like blanket on the neighborhood, but for expired listings. So I would get a report from my MLS feed of what expired in my market area, 
and I'd kind of cherry pick the ones I wanted. If it was on the market for a really long time, there was probably something wrong with it. If it got if it got canceled or expired after two or three days, there was probably a change of heart. You know, but I targeted those listings that expired after 90 to 180 days. And th- those people will, will talk to you in a certain price range. If feel that uh, you know, the higher you go up, the less receptive. But um, you knock actually physically knock the door at somebody's house that's expired listing. Um, you, you can pick up listings and you can sell those listings. I do think that's true. And you just separate yourself from the competition. Like we said earlier, most people will shut the idea down because they're afraid and fear, and fear will hold them back. You got to embrace that and really get out of your comfort zone and at least try one or two. And if you put something negative, if you don't do it, for example, you will get it done. So, for example, if you say you need to knock 10 doors today, you time block it, say you're going to do it between 3 and 3.15, and if you don't do it, say you owe someone you hate like 100 bucks. I guarantee you'll knock those doors. <laughs> uh, donate, donate to your least political candidate, least favorite candidate. Yes. Um, so – you have a short-term pipeline uh, goal of two deals by the end of the calendar year. I, I got to tell you, I struggle with this type of thing all the time. As a business owner, I own the agency where I have 15 agents, plus I own the real estate school, and I'm always kind of struggling with working on things for today, this week, trying to think about a quarterly basis. And right now, it's been fortunately I've kind of got everything going the way I want to. And I'm really starting to think about 2018, and not even Q1, but Q2 or Q3 in 2018. And oh, did we leave, Steve? I heard, I heard about Steve. half of that. I think I, you cut out just a bit. Okay, sorry about that, Steve. So where are you going to be in 2018, especially then the selling selling season starts in April 1st or whatever of 2018? Have you had any chance to kind of like think of forecast or strategize for that yet? Sure. So I think the biggest thing is staying very consistent with your leads. Um, so, for example, like I've, I had a listing, a listing appointment in August, and it, unfortunately it wasn't the right time to sell. But they said they want to take a look back in spring. So I'm periodically contacting them every about 60 days. I think if you're not um, TOPA or top of mind awareness, they're going to take someone else. So that's the biggest thing, being consistent, because I would hate to lose something that I've already built a relationship with and already worked with them and and talked to them for a while about about their property. Um, So I guess looking looking down the line, my biggest thing is keeping track of what I'm actually doing, Um, how many people I contact in a day and reviewing it on a weekly basis. So you can measure progress because if you can't measure it, I think that's that, that's when I will start struggling. Well, I got to tell you, it's all happened to us where some uh, or most people in the business where somebody they thought was going to pick them yes. with somebody else. Trust me, it's happened to pretty much all. I can I'm literally looking out the window at a house that happened that happened to me. So um, it totally happens and. It's good that you learned that, and now you're kind of like once bitten, you're not, that's not going to happen to you again. So um, it's been great to have you on the program today. Thank you so much. And what I'd really like to do is, is actually have you back in maybe six or 12 months and kind of see how things progressed. Um, what you said at the last point, which I just wanted to stress the point, is that 
when you pick a lane or a path or a marketing thing, uh, you stick with it because there are agents out there that do some stuff that is kind of very old school and Mm -hmm. not really hip or digital in any way, but they still are really successful, not because they're picking the right method, but because they just simply stick with it. So we're going to be following up hopefully with you next spring or in a year from now and, and seeing how it's going. Yeah, that'd be fantastic, Jack. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Steve, for sharing. Why don't you give out uh, your contact information? Anybody wants to hit you up and uh, choose you as your agent, go right ahead. Sure. So you can find me on YouTube, Steve Bracero, and I'm more than willing to talk to anyone who's interested as becoming a new agent. I think I can share the first 90, 120 days. Very realistic. Um, There is a lot of great content out there, but hearing it someone firsthand, more than happy to help, and I'm in Worcester County, Mass. And that's B-R-A-C-E-R-O. Perfect. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Thanks for coming, Steve. Have a great afternoon. All right, you have a great night. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye.